a very special episode of Chris and Tom's Youth Group Podcast, the podcast where two youth group leaders try to figure out how to do youth group better. My name is Chris Morphew. I'm an author, youth group leader, and school chaplain here in Sydney, Australia. And as always, joining me from Melbourne is author, speaker, and youth leader, Tom French. How are you doing, Tom? I'm well, thank you, Chris. How are you? Happy birthday. Happy Happy 11th birthday. Oh, amazing. We did it. We made it. (laughs) Amazing. I You'll notice I reverted back to um, the full intro for this week's episode. I just figured it, I'd after, learned my lesson. and last week's disaster. Yeah. Um, but that's not the only reason it's a very special episode, Tom. Not just because I got the intro correct and not just because it's our 11th birthday, but this is, mm. a, this is an episode that I'm going to feature in minimally. And so yes. it might just be our best one yet. Uh, let's find out. We'll find out. Yeah, so we have a, an interview with our first ever featured guest. I don't know if that's if that's a thing. I just made that up, a featured guest. But uh, today I'm chatting to Karen Winsimius, who is the Generations Pastor at Oak Tree Anglican down here in Melbourne. And we're going to hear all about what's going on with her youth group. Uh, I say this having actually not recorded the interview yet we're recording it the day before i record the interview and so i don't know what she said or if it's any good but we will do an outro where we are singing her praises should we record the two interview. should we record one <laughs> where we're singing her praises and one where we're just you know being as polite as we can be under the circumstances <laughs> and <laughs> then you just put the one in yeah. that suits the interview best yeah, I think that's I think that's that's a good idea. Well, um, all right, and you'll know whether it was a good interview or not by uh, whatever the outro is that you hear yep. at the end of this. Great. Well, without further ado, here's me and Karen. Well, hi, hi, Karen. Hi, Tom. <laughs> I've uh, I, welcome to the podcast. I've never actually interviewed anyone on a podcast before. I don't think so. Well, you're... Number Tom, one. I've never been on a podcast before, so this was really exciting. Oh, look at that. We're all all doing brand new things today. So you are Karen Winsimius and you are the Generations Pastor at Oak Tree Anglican. Correct. Is that right? Yes, and what it is. suburb are you in? in we're, in, we're in Caulfield North. Caulfield North. Is that mm. a bit um, posh, Caulfield? Look, it, it is. It's more posh than I'm used to. I've lived here for two years and it, it does feel very posh because the houses are very big and old. Mm. Yeah. And how long have you been in ministry for? Well, Tom, there's many ways to answer that question, but if you're asking <laughs> how long I've worked in churches. Yeah, yeah, let's, uh, let's go with that one. Let's go with that one. Um, so I think I've been in paid ministry for about 15 years. Wow. That's a that's a long time. Yeah, and but but in your paid ministry, you've mostly been children's ministry. Is that is that correct? That is correct. Well, Tom, it's like you know me. It's it's like I've just done a lot of research <laughs> by getting to know you for the last four or five years. That's right. Just in preparation for this podcast oh, interview. So exciting! After this, we're not talking again. Oh, well, like, that's devastating, Tom. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, but now you get to run a youth group. I do. I, I accidentally became a youth minister two years ago. How did that happen? Well, it's a, 
I don't know. I think it's a funny story, but it is a funny story. So two years ago, I started working at Oak Tree mm. and we didn't have a youth minister just after I started. And so I was like, oh, look, I can run. I can give youth ministry a go with the sort of sort of hope that we would hire a youth minister and we just haven't been able to find a youth minister. And so I'm still the youth minister two years later. <laughs> Are you still looking for a youth minister? or? Oh, yeah. If someone wants to come and work for us, we'd love to have another youth minister. Not because I don't love youth ministry. Um, I do love youth ministry, but there's just so many good things happening that we'd love to have more people join our staff. Great. Oh, yeah. there you go. There's, a, there's an ad for anyone. There's a plug. Guys, yeah. we, I think the biggest selling point of joining the staff team at Oak Tree is that we have six emotional support chickens. And so if you join the staff, you get to hang out with them a lot and also our great youth. So it's two, two good <laughs> reasons to join the staff of Oak Tree. Are they emotional support youth or it's just oh, the yeah. chickens? No, they're both amazing. Yep. <laughs> um, so have you found being a youth minister, an accidental youth minister for the last two years? Well, I mean, there's a lot of bonuses Sorry, can I just note that my cat is also here? And so if you hear some awkward purring, it's not me, it's my cat. <laughs> just wanted to note that that Mavis yeah. is also there's also emotional support cats here. We love pets at Oak Tree. Anyway, moving on. Um how have I found being a youth minister? Well, having spent ten years doing kids ministry, uh it's it's it, sort of hard not to just sort of contrast a little bit mm. so one of the things is that I don't have to do craft now and I don't really like craft and so I enjoy not doing craft um <laughs> that's awesome but there's actually just a lot of similarities between kids and youth in that people just need people to listen to them yeah um, so whether you're five or 10 or 15 or 20 um actually I just spend a lot of time having great conversations with young people and and I really love that so actually there's a lot of things that are the same it's just that I've substituted craft for dodgeball um do you actually play a lot of dodgeball we actually yeah we we do play dodgeball and I am not very good at it so I, I wasn't good at craft and I'm not good at dodgeball but guys you can still be a youth minister even if you're not good at games or craft wow um, so that's pretty fun but I think being able to listen to people is pretty awesome. Yeah. And if um so listening's obviously important and yeah. you said you you have a lot of conversations how like how do you make that happen the, these conversations? Mm. Like where do you find space for that in uh, like if you've got your typical youth group and I don't know what happens at youth group that's probably a good question to ask at some point. Um but how yeah how do you find the space for these conversations with young people yes well it definitely doesn't happen during dodgeball because I'm mostly just the person there who got out really quickly <laughs> and I just sit on the floor actually that's a good point like often there's people just sitting out in games mm. and so then we sit on the floor and we have a chat while everyone else is being really competitive and trying to win like yeah. I, le- I legit do have conversations while we're both out in dodgeball yeah that's um, good I think the way I've tried to structure our youth is just not very structured. So we might have a night that's we're just going to play some games, but we'll have time for supper. Um, 
And rather than having like every minute structured, um, you know, we start at seven, but I just assume that people arrive somewhere between seven and 20 past seven quite intentionally so that as people arrive, there's always time for a good chat um, as people are arriving. Um, And sort of similarly between each thing that we do in the evening, so whether it's between games and having supper or supper and then having a chat about something like structured, um, there's always space for those incidental conversations where youth can just chat about their week or what's going on in their life. Um, Because I think the best conversations I've had is when, like, we're cleaning up the kitchen or we're packing up after a game or we're walking back from the Oval back to the church um, Mm. rather than, I mean, we have good chats about the structured things as well. Um, But, yeah, it's more often during those sort of incidental times. So I try and sneakily put them in. Yeah. Yeah. You have a lot of intentionally unprogrammed time or there's a lot of space in your programming for for things to happen so that you're not going from one thing to the other really quickly and so yeah or or maybe even just that so like last week we played um was our end of term party and I just Mm -hmm. organized a bunch of minute to win it games but I sort of knew that we wouldn't do all of them so I sort of planned that if it was good to do all of them, great, that was fine. But um, actually there was the first one ended up being this really intense competition and everyone needed a bit of a chill afterwards and so that's <laughs> when we had supper. And then as I was getting supper organised in the kitchen, I was able to have a really good chat with one of our girls and um, while I was having a chat, a few other little groups formed having conversations and I, I just sensed that that was the right time to just take a 10-minute break rather than being like, right, we must play another game right now. Um, so I think it's looking for and creating those spaces um, rather than the games and stuff taking priority. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so what, is, what does a typical week look like? So I know that you turn up and have a game and some supper in there. What mm. what's your what's your program? Mm, yeah, we actually I'm trying to include a few more things as the bigger picture. So one of the things I'm um, trying to get happening is that before our youth arrive, we are meeting to pray. Um, not all of our leaders can arrive early, which is totally understandable. So. Um, those that can arrive early and we just have a bit of a chat about what the night will be and then we pray and set up and stuff. Um, But, yep, um, we sort of have two sort of standard nights that we're trying to do at the moment just based on where our uh, youth group is at. Uh, Like many youth groups, particularly in Melbourne, uh, lockdowns are pretty harsh for us um, Mm. and so numbers have dipped a bit. Um, So... We're trying to have alternate nights, one that's um, just purely some sort of activity or game or something, um, and then the other that's centred around some sort of conversation about a life thing. So we've yep. particularly been using the Youth Alpha Life Essentials videos. 
yep. and we'll just show one of those and have a conversation around that um, just as a bit of a like actually we understand that there's real things going on in your life and we want to mm-hmm. treat you like grown-ups um, but the other night will just be a purely like this is really easy to invite your friends to and without any any sort of sneaky Jesus in there on the side um, so it might be that we um, go to bounce or do cooking or uh, I don't know our our younger leaders are a bit better at coming up with exciting creative ideas for those um, <laughs> yep uh, but that sort of thing like uh, we did karaoke oh our youth love karaoke it's amazing oh, great yeah did you do it at, was it at church or did you go out for karaoke we did it at church um so hot tip you could just pull up youtube clips of songs and it's the best super fun karaoke youtube and then you got a mic sing along super fun that's cheap and easy we love karaoke actually we've done it (laughs) multiple times it's it's so much fun um yeah so like yeah we're alternating between just completely chill event and um and then something, so what I really like about the Youth Alpha content is it's, um, yeah, it just covers really, like, you know, what does stress have, what role does stress play in our life or mm-hmm. what does it mean to dig into identity or, um, yeah, I can't remember them all now. They've just brought out some new ones as well, which is great. Um, yeah, so that sort of thing, like, in, like starting from a topic and then digging into what is that mean yeah so yeah yeah and, and how many how many youth would you get coming on a any particular night mm, yeah um i mean it always fluctuates but somewhere between sort of five and ten mm-hmm. yeah so you're um so you're kind of in that kind of space where it's pretty easy to like have a conversation all as one big group mm. yeah. and uh, and do things a bit kind of organically within within that. Maybe, t- I don't know, maybe 10, you get to that point where you're like pushing against organics a bit. Yeah. Um, and do you find that the kids, are, they, they bring friends on those nights that are, um, that are the more, you know, fun ones? <laughs> more fun, definitely more fun. Um, <laughs> We've had a few kids that have brought their friends over the last year or two, but I think that's definitely something that I want to think more creatively about. Um, I think, and this is nothing new to youth groups, right? It ends up becoming a bit of a safe place um, for our youth who are core youth. Yeah. And so I think for us that's definitely the space we're in where our youth who've sort of grown up at the church and they know it really well and they know each other really well, that's probably the space we're, we're in. And so I think that's probably something that we need to be thinking about. How do we make sure that uh, we have effectively the bring a friend night without the dagginess of calling it a bring a friend night? Um, <laughs> yeah, so, and, and I actually, I think I need to ask our youth what would it look like to, to open up that space a bit more? Um, yeah. yeah, and I, I really, I think COVID has really affected um, that a sort of, I, I hesitate to use the word welcomingness because it's not, because they're not welcoming, but um, I, ju- I just don't think they've got many spaces that are that 
safe. You know, everyone knows them. Um, mm. It's not school and, yeah. But, yeah, I think that's maybe our next challenge is how do we sort of be opening and welcoming. Like we've had quite a few visitors but they haven't sort of stuck around much. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've certainly found um, – I think it's been a thing that feels like it's been happening over the last, I don't know, five or so years that youth groups become a place that's for Christian kids, it's a safe place to be Christian with other Christians. Mm. And it's, it feels a bit like they don't want to invite their friends into that space because if you do that, then where are you going to have your space where it's safe to be a Christian? Um, yeah, but and I don't know what it's like for your kids, but particularly for my kids, they they have this kind of thing where they're like, I don't, I just don't know anyone else who's a Christian other than at youth group, and maybe the other kids at school who go to youth group, I know them and they're Christians, but other than that, it's like I know no other Christians, so this is my space, um, and they don't want to bring other kids into that. Definitely, and I I think. Um... Since I was a, I mean, even when I was a teenager, which now feels like a very long time ago, um, you know, even then I didn't have any Christian friends at school. I had I had one. She went to a different church. Um, but, like, I was mocked for being the Christian kid. I was church girl and that was yeah. not a, that was a derogatory <laughs> term uh, back in the late 90s, early 2000s. Um, yeah, and so for me, youth group was a safe space um, to be a Christian and I can only imagine how much more, you know, church wasn't just, I mean, back in the day, church was just this weird thing that I did, but now it's like hostile, um, you know, it's dangerous to be going to church because who knows what they're going to indoctrinate you with. Um, so I, I think youth now uh, have to put up with so much more uh, than yeah than, than we did when we were at youth um, and so what does it look like to encourage and equip our youth um, to to really face that challenge and so I think yeah what what is the role of youth group then in that space mm. Mm. is a, a good question I don't have an answer Tom no, me neither. <laughs> I'm just pondering like, when oh, you solve it let me know we'll, uh, okay we'll, we'll get you back on the podcast cool <laughs> I I feel like it's gonna take people you know I feel like you're the expert more than me so when you solve it please <laughs> let me know all right I'll, I'll have myself back on the podcast great great <laughs> um well, we uh, as we like to see in the podcast, we're 17 minutes into our 15-minute podcast. But um, <laughs> I might finish up with a, a couple of couple of questions because one of the things that uh, it seems like people really love in this podcast is uh, hearing just ideas about things that work, things uh, or things that don't work that might also be fun. But uh, so maybe my question is like what is the the best night of youth group that you've had that you remember like you're like that was the one which was a winner could do that again anyone should do it um okay so i'm gonna karaoke surprisingly yep. a win i was highly surprised and i was highly skeptical that karaoke was gonna work so mm -hmm. I, I feel like i'd pair it with just dance and i haven't been brave enough to do just dance Ooh, yet yeah yeah. Do you need more equipment for just dance? Like, I mean, I don't know. I need to ask a young person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, I feel, I feel like old. you need a console, but I'm not I mean, owning one myself. I don't I know. I feel like you just need the like a computer is in the internet and speakers. Well, You're that just could be dancing. Yeah. I don't, Tom, this is where I need someone younger than me. <laughs> well, I can't help you there. <laughs> We're both lost. <laughs> uh, anyone, anyone who knows more than us, feel free to email us at chrisandtomspodcast yeah, at gmail.com and say, this is how you just dance. Any, any other, any other highlights from you three? Oh, um, I mean, I think the, oh, there's been so many highlights. I mean, I really love this whole, like, just creating space to have chats. Yep. So, I mean, Minute to Win It Games, so much fun. And then they're like, we're just chilling now. And now all of a sudden I'm in this like intensely good conversation with a teenager about what's going on in their life. And I'm like, how did I go from like cup flipping to this amazing conversation where a youth is telling me about their relationship with Jesus? Yeah. I'm like, I'm that's all on Jesus and nothing on me because I... I don't know how that happened. Yeah, it's great. I love it. I love youth group. Um, yeah, great. Last last question then. Hmm. I think this is the last one. Uh, most disastrous youth group night you've had? Um, well, okay, so I'm really terrible at baking. Pretty much I'm terrible at all the things you need to do to run a youth group except that I can listen to people. So the other day I, I was like, is we baking get a... a a requirement for a youth minister? Well, our youth love baking, so yes, <laughs> at Oak Tree it is. Okay, at Oak and, Tree. <laughs> well, here's, I'll tell you the story and then, yeah, you know, yeah, tell, tell please it. still be our youth minister. Um, so they were like, can we really want to bake? And I was like, I mean, sure, okay, we can bake. And then it got to the week and I was like, oh, gosh, what are we going to bake? I can't bake. I don't care about baking. I never bake. Um, and... I was like, oh, remember that phase where you baked cake in a mug and that seems really easy and minimal cleaning up and, like, that'll be fun. So we get there and I was like, guys, it's so exciting. We're going to bake cake in a mug. And their first response was, Karen, that's what we just did in lockdown all the time. It's a little bit (laughs) triggering. And I was like, oh, gosh, this is going to go badly. I've just brought back all their, like, lockdown trauma. Thankfully, my youth are really forgiving and loving and just gracious to me because I'm such a rookie youth leader and so they're like we'll do it anyway Karen because you know we want to eat cake and I was like thanks guys for being so kind then I I in my like rookie baking wisdom I'd got this like really basic chocolate cake recipe that was fine and then I thought oh we should try something like fun and exciting so I got some sort of cake that involved blueberries and yogurt and the yogurt should have triggered me that this was a bad idea but I was like now we're gonna push ahead and so then I tried to make this cake at youth and mine it literally just looked like really terrible um like play-doh but a little bit more sticky and I tried to eat it and I was like this is guys throw the cake out don't don't do this it's a terrible idea Karen fail um and they just were in hysteric so maybe it was a win because I made them laugh so much but like we were rolling on the floor crying laughing because it was it was inedible so baking fail like you know those Pinterest fails Mm -hmm. so bad anyway then and they just were like look Karen you tried we can see that you tried to bake but 
please don't organize baking nights again. We would like to bake, <laughs> but can we run the baking nights? And I was like, yes, we shall bake. The youth shall be in charge of the baking. That's all we learn. I mean, yeah. in a way, it's a win because now I don't have to organize baking. But it was pretty funny how bad I was at baking and yeah. therefore how much of a disaster it was. Well, that's, you know, there you go. You've got uh, you've got the opportunity to uh, fail in front of your, your youth, which is pretty helpful. Uh, they're going to take over and lead some stuff, so that's a yeah. win. And uh, they all, all, you've all got memories of <laughs> Yeah, the it, baking night. <laughs> it was pretty epic and I think I learned, I was reminded again the importance of being willing to look terrible and fail in front of young people and how important that is. So, It is, it is a, an essential youth ministry skill. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but it was, it was comical how bad it went. <laughs> so the encouragement is... Uh, don't bake if you don't know how. <laughs> yeah, guys, you really should get someone else to bake. Give it to the youth. They can do yeah. it. Yeah, they're yeah. way better than me. It's so many things. It's like when I tried to run social media and I was terrible at it and now my teenagers do it for me. Ah, oh, perfect. Oh, we, just, we just don't run social media. That's nah. solved that problem. Oh, no, Tom, get some teenagers to do it. <laughs> I think I offered it a few times. I'm like, does anyone want to run our social media? And they're like, nah. Oh. I mean, they all turn up anyway. They don't need an Instagram post okay. or oh, good. Snapchat. I don't. I don't even think any of them are on TikTok. Oh, yeah. they might be. No. I don't know. We don't. But I don't. I should really um, know ask what... next time we are sitting around after an elimination game. We've all been eliminated. What, I don't even really know what on. it is. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag old. Well, at least you know a hashtag. I think that we should <laughs> yeah. probably uh, wrap it up. We Thank should. you, Karen. It's been no excellent. Thanks, and uh, if people want to come and apply to be your youth minister, mm. yeah. you should go to Oak Tree. They can like something. hashtag our, our youth group. It's Oak Tree Youth on Instagram. Oak Tree at Oak Tree Youth on mm. Instagram. Yeah, that's right. Send you a DM. That's right. Move to Melbourne. Yep. That's or, right. be, or you might already be in Melbourne. That would be good. You might. Yeah, guys, yeah. Caulfield's beautiful. And you can hang out with chickens. Yes, do it. All right. Thanks, Karen. No worries, Tom. Great to chat. Well, that was my interview with Karen, and it was, yeah, it was all right. <laughs> Look, it's, it's <laughs> the important thing is everyone got in there and had a go. <laughs> Look, no, just kidding. I, it was great. I bet it was great. Um, I'm sure it was good. We're only recording one outro, and it's this one. And Tom, I look forward to having heard what our <laughs> listeners have heard, um, because I have no doubt that there were shining pearls of wisdom and insight. So great. We should have featured Karen. guests more often. Thank you, Karen, for recording this in the future we uh, appreciate you and the time you give gave to us and all the wisdom you have shared with us the other thing yeah. that makes this the best one is it's mm. like an episode of my favorite tv show of all time which is lost which is um all about flashing back and flashing forward and time is not as linear as you think it is yeah so. who, who knows where we are in time right now wow well there we go time. That was the easiest podcast I've ever made. <laughs>
Great job, everybody. Yeah, it's been fun. Oh, there's the music. <laughs> wow. Well, join us next week for a, a, another very special episode. Um, we'll talk offline about what that's going to be, Tom, but it's going to be great. Um, it's getting too loud. TomFriends.com.au. And you can find out more about Tom. Yeah. Nailed it again.